You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia DeSouz. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, y'all. It's Letitia. How y'all doing? I am doing amazing. Hope y'all having a beautiful, beautiful day or night or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Man, it's getting cold in Atlanta. I'm starting to feel real Chicago-ish. When I see like 50 degrees, I'm like, man, people always say you're from Chicago, so you should get used to it. Um, there is a reason why I left Chicago, because I never got used to it. So um, when it starts to get a little bit cold for me, man, it's, 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 just, it's just a bit of a challenge. So there's that. Let me, let me see what updates I got for y'all. It feels like I've been away every, I literally have been away every weekend. I want to say like six, five out of the last six weekends or six out of the last, I can't keep count, but um I was doing traveling. So I've been to Chicago twice. I went to the Bahamas. Man, when I tell y'all, I was living my best life in the Bahamas. It was my first time ever going to the Bahamas. It was just so beautiful. It was so chill. It was so laid back. And y'all know I'm always going to find me some some beautiful water. And um, I had a really good time. But the other beautiful thing is that my business is set up in such a way so that I can work from wherever, so I can work from wherever I happen to be. So like I was there from, um, I think, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday, I did no work. Friday, I did about three hours worth of work with one of my clients. And then the rest of the time was just there for enjoyment. So I'm a huge believer that, you know, if you're going to create something, create it exactly the way you want it and on your own terms. And so I feel so grateful and thankful that, you know, my, my business has been created to allow me to do just that. Let's see. Oh. Here's the other thing. How did I forget about that? Oh, I I turned a year older. People are like, you know, your journey around the sun or solar return. You know, I don't know all that language. I just had a birthday. I'm a year older. Let me just keep it simple. So I'm 49 now. And I've been telling people like, look, things are different now. I'm 49. I was about two days into being 49. And I was like, look, things are different. I don't really know what's different. You know, it was it was just something to say. So I still feel as amazing as I did when I was 48. So nothing, nothing really different there, but just happy to see my 49th year. My baby got engaged. Uh, my baby got engaged actually two days before my birthday. So what a wonderful, wonderful birthday uh, gift, even though I, I knew that it was going to happen. But she got engaged, so she is going to be a missus, right? And so everybody's like, oh, you got a son-in-law? He's just my son. I love him. He's just absolutely my son. He ain't my son-in-law. He ain't my son-in-love. He's just my son. But she got engaged to an absolutely amazing young man. And as a mother, especially as a single mother, it just does my heart so good to see like a lot of the mistakes that I made in my own life, a lot of my prayers answered and how she lives her life and even in the current relationship that she had. So it's just a beautiful thing. Some things you see like corrected in your own life, but it's a beautiful thing when you can see that your children are better than you, that your children have, you know, are living out the lessons, if you will, that 
maybe you didn't learn. Like, I learned them now, but I'm saying so she lives in a completely different way. And so I'm just so, so thankful and grateful for so many of my prayers being answered, just like even through her life. Uh, I'm excited about, you know, just about her being um, being a wife. But she's always, since she was even younger, she's just always had in her mind that she wanted a traditional family unit. I think she probably came in the world just thinking in that way. But when I was asking her, I was like, what made you, like, really interested in him? And she said, um, she told me that, well, well they, they know one another. They knew one another already through her, her best friend. But she was just telling me that um, when they were having a conversation, she said he was talking about things and he just always has so much going. Like he has so much going for himself. And she said she was just like, you know what? I need a man like that. But the other thing is, and this, this I find this to be the case. She was like, Ma, you know us. We think we know everything. And a lot of women that are very intellectual, very smart, maybe very accomplished, he had so much going, but he had an ability to teach her things. And so he inspires her with a lot of the things that he does. He's very creative, you know, just has a successful career. And so he was actually able to teach her new things and inspire her to do new things. And I've seen her growth. I've seen her grow in trust. I've seen her just grow in vulnerability. And so that lets me know that she feels incredibly safe and protected within the container of her relationship, right? And so, you know, women's primary thing is we want safety and we want security. That's not always financial, but a lot of times, well, that's important, but a lot of times it's the emotional security, the trust. And she said, he also had an air of purity around him. And I was like, say more about that. She said, you just don't get from him or you just didn't get from him that he was just sleeping around. And so she found that to be very attractive. And so guess what? It worked out. Here's the thing. Their first date, he took her on the helicopter ride. I mean, who going to top that? So one of the things that I can say about my son is that he's incredibly, incredibly thoughtful. So he pays close attention to detail. And yeah, it's, it's just a rare thing, especially in a man, because men are usually, you know, not, not saying that no men are thoughtful, but he's just an incredibly, incredibly thoughtful young man. And he pays such close attention to detail and I told her if if y'all ever break up, um, we're we're keeping him. So there's that. So congratulations to my kids. I'm super excited just about you know their their life now. I'm saying they they are great together now, and just all that's to come. And so I just pray for just many many blessings upon them and their family, future children, just the legacy that they will create. I'm somebody who believes that your legacy is not created when you die. You you can create it while you're living. So I'm just so, so super excited about that. Let's see if there are any other updates that I have. I have new clients that have come into my life. My clients are like, you know, accomplishing major things. And so as a coach, it just like thrills my heart when I see my clients just like do the thing that they wanted to do in the first place. I mean, I almost feel like a proud mother when I when I see that. You know, it, it just it's man. I just I can just tell y'all in this moment, I feel just so very privileged and grateful to just be where I am in my life, right? Just doing what it is that I do, and I'm surrounded by incredibly, incredibly great people. So let's see what we'll talk about today. So. Some of y'all don't know this because I mean, how would y'all know this? But one of my, my one of my friends asked me to um to talk about this. So I've decided 
I decided to start dating again, right? And so um, I started dating online. And so I hear a lot of women say, you know what, I want to date, but I don't really want to go online because people are too crazy. So I want to meet people organically. And so people put all of these, like, uh, what do you want to call it? All of these conditions around how you might meet somebody. It's too many crazy people online. I'm like, have you seen the crazy people in person when you're just out in public? So I decided to start dating, right? And online dating and just really have fun with it and just be like, you know, I know I have a beautiful love story that is unfolding. I don't know how it's unfolding. I don't know, like, if the person is in my life, in my 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 sphere of influence already, or I don't know if it's somebody, you know, I, I really don't know. So I'm just, I, I'm detached from the outcome in that sense. And I just decided to have fun with it. So one of my friends was like, can you can you talk about it or can you just share your experience? And I was like, well, absolutely. But for my ladies, here's here's one of the things that I want to say because so often, especially if you're a black woman, we have this this um this narrative that there are no good men or you know men are just this or men are that. And so I'm not one who like goes with generalizations, but I have met some really 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 good guys, some really great men. Uh, they weren't for me, which had me thinking like, dang, maybe I should like start matchmaking or something. But I've met some really, really great men and they're so simple and what they really want. They they just want to love and be loved. And so I think that with a lot of the narratives that are happening, we've gotten into this space where it's almost like cool to act like you want to be alone. Like it's, it's, it's something like a badge of honor to act like, oh, I don't need a man. You know, I'm good. I got my squirt and squirrel or I got my rose or whatever toy you may have. So I don't need a man. For the person, the woman who says I'm celibate or I'm abstinent, but you have toys, right? In essence, you've really outsourced your your physical need, right, to toys or to electronics. But it's, you're cheating in a sense because you're really not dealing with the fact that you haven't had the ability to navigate relationships in a way to get you what it is that you want. There's no judgment. You, you don't have to. But what I'm saying is, say, let's just say you say, you know, I'm going to be, be celibate minus my toys or whatever the case may be for three years. Well, guess what? When you come back in three years, you still have to deal with the realities of an imperfect person, the realities of an imperfect man. The fact that when you are intimate with someone, and when I say intimate, I don't necessarily mean sexually intimate, but the closer that you are with someone, they are going to mirror you and they're going to show you exactly what you need to learn about yourself and exactly what it is that you need to heal. So in many instances, when people say, you know what, I'm, I'm outsourcing my needs over here to my toys, you you might be delaying your own healing process. Now, I understand, I totally understand when you need, your heart needs a sabbatical because after my last relationship, guess what? I gave my heart a sabbatical. I gave my heart a chance to breathe. I gave my heart a chance to process. So I understand those kinds of things. But let's just think about like what we're actually, what we're actually saying and what we're actually doing because Unless you're someone who have just decided that, you know what, I want to be alone, that's one thing. But if you want to be alone and that's just really coming from because you've been hurt or because you haven't exactly found what it is that you're looking for, you know, that that's a different conversation that we we might need to have. Um, but yeah, I've met some some really, really good guys and they're like, you know, I want a relationship. You know, I really want um, just, just one person. I'm not really for the streets. Now, of course, I have met men for the streets and I sent them right back to the streets. But 
you know, these generalizations that we tend to believe is black men and black women about black men and black women. It's just it's just messing everything up because if anybody needs one another, we need one another. Right. So there's that. But um, my friend, you know, I'll tell her just like all of these stories because I'm just like some of the things I just I just say to myself, like, is this, is this just like real life? Here's what people ask me the most. The thing that pe- men ask me the most is going to be just two things. The first one that people ask me is, like, can you cook or are you, like, nurturing and affectionate? It's, it's one of those things. And when I ask men about that, they were like, you know what? So many women are so accomplished and that's fine, but that's not the thing that I find the most attractive about a woman. The thing that I find the most attractive about a woman is a woman who's in her softness, is a woman who is nurturing, is a woman who is tender, is a woman who is in some instances a keeper of the home. So there's that desire for more of a traditional kind of woman in my age range and the men that I've been talking to you may not be that, and, and that that's not to say that every man wants that, but that's been almost at the top of the list. And so I was talking to this one guy, and we had, we had a really good conversation, and he was like, listen, he said, to a real man, he said, a man who is established and has his own things, he said, the fact that you can lead, the fact that you make good money, the fact that you're accomplished, he said, those things are a bonus. He said, but th- that that's great. He said, but that's just not the main thing. He said, so... He said, I meet a lot of women, and he said they're leading with this thing. And he said, it gives me very masculine energy. He said, and it's a turnoff to me. And so, you know me, I'm like, well, tell me more about that. And then he said, or women will say things like, I'm in my masculine energy because I have to be, because I had to be. And so when I meet a a real man or the right man, then I'll fall back. He said, but no. So I'm just giving you perspective, right? He said, Imagine that, say, you're out and about or you're at a club or you're any any place and you see uh, a man in, in, uh, in the place and you find him attractive and you see him looking at you and you looking at him. And so you, you kind of got that, that energy of interest, right? And so he's approaching you and then you're kind of getting excited like, okay, here he comes. And then he said, and he says, he's like, hey, girl, I like your shoes. He said, what's, what's the first thing you're going to get from him? You, you're going to be, he said, is your attraction, do you feel attracted? Do you feel like this is a man that I want to talk to? I was like, nah, not exactly. It's, it's giving feminine energy for me. And he said, exactly. He said, so women a lot of times are in their masculine energy and say, when you, when you first meet them, he said, and they say they'll fall back. He said, but I'm, I'm just already turned off. So, some of y'all might be offended by that, but I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like a reporter, a field reporter. I'm just out here gathering intel and info, and I'm just bringing it back. So the things that women is is not to minimize our accomplishments, is not to minimize our progress, is not to minimize any of those things, right? But if we want to be with men, then guess what? We probably need to try understanding them and understanding what it is. A lot of times that they are asking for. Now, a lot of times we'll go tit for tat and say, "Well, if you want this, then you." you need to do that. And so sometimes we don't have the ability or the willingness to just accept constructive feedback. So I'm telling y'all, if you are nurturing, if you are affectionate, if you are supportive, you're going to be hot in these streets if you're single because men still desire that. Men still want that. And that's that was at the, that's just been at the top of the list. The other question that I get a lot is, why are you single? And I was just like, 
this is the dumbest question ever. But, but, but people, when people see you or whatever perception people have of you, people always already think that I'm married. Somebody told me I thought you were either married or a kept woman. I'm like, how did kept come into there? But it's whatever. So people already think that I'm married. And so people say, well, like, why are you single? So that's, that's the thing. And so I was just like, hmm. You know, there's that OBS answer like, oh, well, I'm single by choice, right? We're not going to go there. So I'm just like, well, if I answer honestly, right, I'm single because, you know, um, my my last couple of relationships mirrored to me some, some trauma that was yet unhealed and that I didn't work through. And those partners didn't have the capacity or willingness to work through those things with me. I'm single because... There were obviously lessons that I needed to learn and that were repeated until I learned them. I'm single because, you know, there's a myriad of reasons why it could be. I'm single because I really had a deep fear of commitment, which was really a fear of abandonment rooted in childhood trauma. And so it was just easier to not be all in because then I had a protective device so that I wouldn't be hurt, right? These are conversations that we don't really want to have, right? So we will just say things like, oh, I'm single because I just haven't found the right man. All of that is not necessarily true. And so for me, I'm self-aware enough and I don't have anything to prove to anybody. So if somebody asks me a question, I will give them an honest answer. I don't know if they're ready for the answer, but I will give them an honest answer. So why are you single? And are you nurturing or affectionate? Um, that is almost just like at the top of the list. Um, and then when when I talk to men about what they desire, I'm like, this. I say, this seems so simple. Is that so difficult for you to find? And then they tell me, it is. Yes, it is very, very difficult for you to find, for them to find. So there's that. Here's the other question that I, I've gotten a couple of times. Uh, and I was just like, I don't know what to do about this. So um, this guy was like, are you a TS? And I was like, a, a, a TS? I was like, is this, this, I, I'm like, is this short for something? I was like, I need to brush up on my acronyms because I, I don't know what that is. He was like, I don't mean to be offensive, but I have to ask. And I said, what is a TS? He was just like transsexual. I didn't even take offense. He was like in Atlanta. He said, we're in Atlanta. He said, you will be surprised at the beautiful women that I that I thought were women. And then they're like, let me tell you a secret. But I made a joke and I had said, let me tell you a secret. And he was like, oh my God. And he said, his stomach dropped. And he was like, are you a TS? And I'm like, no. So there's a lot like happening out here. But here's what I want to tell y'all. The other thing, it's getting cold. So y'all know it's cuffing season, as they say, and it's cuddling season. So listen, I met this guy, well, I talked to this guy and he was just like, hey, come bowling with me tonight. And I was like, nah, you know, I got a, I, I have a, a client late, so I'm not going to be able to do it. And I think like probably about maybe eight, about nine o'clock, he was just like, well, can you just come over? What? Wait, no, no, I'm not coming over. And so the next day he's like, can you come over? He probably asked me that three days in a row. And I said, what, what is it with you and this whole coming over? No, I'm not coming over. And I said, you go to work at three in the morning. And I said, if I did come over, I'm not leaving at three in the morning. I'm not coming over, y'all, just FYI. I ain't going over, I should say. He was like, well, no, you can just stay here and lock the door behind you. And I said, if I came over, I'm, I'm not leaving. And he said, well, then you would be here when I got back. I, I was just like filling him out. And I was like, this man wants a warm body. He just wants somebody willing. Like, he's he tired, right? They, they, they just, like, waving a white flag, like, surrendering. Like, I'm tired. Like, you know what? And, and so I was just like, man, it's, it's, there's, there's just, you don't, you don't even know me. 
but but I like you. So just just it's I'm telling y'all, it's the weirdest thing. I had somebody two days in, like, you know, I can start ring shopping if you're if you're willing to fully commit to me. Like, what? So there's this, um, there's also this sense like women a lot of times can seem really desperate to want relationships. But I'm also getting some desperation on the the on on the men's side where they they're just tired, right? They 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 just ready to just be like, okay, I'm just ready. But here's the thing: I'm an only child, and and I'm and I'm and I'm, and I'm pretty special. I don't want to feel like okay, you just want a woman. You you have a spot to fill, and I'm just that spot. I I need to know that you want me, like that you desire me, that it was something about me, not that you tired. You ready to get married? You tired of playing around? Like I, I, I can't be the person that when you're ready to hang up your hat, like you're you're settling for me. No, 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 no. That might not be what you meant, but that's the energy that it gives, right? It's it's, it's not giving like a uh, special you, none of that. And so yeah, it's a no for me. And I and no, I'm not coming over. Let's see what else. Um, this this is something that let me tell y'all. This is something that annoys the crap out of me. I do not like it when people address me as queen. Good morning, my beautiful black queen. Or I'm a king looking for my queen. Are you my queen? I'm like, nah, I'm not your queen. Please don't address me as queen respectfully. And so this guy reached out to me and he was like, I'm just curious to know why you don't want to be addressed as queen. I was like, hmm, because it feels like something trendy, like something like a fad, you know, like it's just like some fake royalty type shit. Like, right, I'm a, you a king, I'm a queen, all of that. No, I was just like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't like that. Just call me Letitia, that, that, that works for me. I'm not your queen. And then also, if you really want the truth and want to know the truth, when I think about kings for real, I think of kingdoms. How the hell are you a king with no kingdom, right? You a kingdomless king. I'm not interested. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So just, just don't call me queen. Maybe, maybe you a king in the making, right? A, 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 a king in training or something like a kit. But let's 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 just not use that language. Like I, I just don't like that. Like, or you know, people would be like, you know, grand rising, beautiful goddess. I just be like, look, all of that. You don't have to do all that that for me. Like I don't like all that woke conscious language. Listen, if that's the way you speak, that's just perfectly fine. But it's just not resonant with me when you're just speaking to me. You can just use your regular everyday words. If those are your everyday words, you're going to lose me. You know, like hotep and all that. Like that, that's that's just not me. Everybody has their own thing, what they like and what they respond to. But for me, that that's, that's not it. And so the guy was like, well, being trained in the nation of Islam, that's the way that we were trained to address people as kings and, and queens. And, and I said, I understand. I, 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 I wasn't trained in the nation of Islam, so that's that's not what I do, sir. So if you want to speak to me, I'm just asking you not to, to refer to me as queen, and I'm definitely not your queen. So that's that on that. Let's see what else we got um, about this, this, whole, um, this whole dating thing. The other thing that I realized is, y'all, the sillier that I am, because y'all, I'm pretty, I'm pretty silly. The sillier and more playful that I am and everything else, like that just draws so much energy. Because what I realize about men is like men are out slaying, you know, like working hard, doing all of that. And so just having light energy, you know, feminine energy is like air. Just having light energy to kind of, you know, envelop them and, and kind of shift their mind to something else. It's just like a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so I find that the the happier I am, which I'm usually pretty happy about, you know, most most of the time, the happier, the sillier, the more playful I am. It's just it's just something that men find to be very very attractive. So, 
Let's see. What else have I learned um, about this? Oh, I learned from an energetic standpoint that I, I'm really drawn to um, this. Let me let me preface this by saying this. If you are dating, if you are dating someone, if you are in the process of dating, the best thing that you can be is self-aware. And if you're not self-aware, then allow dating to help you become more self-aware because the most helpful thing for you will be to learn about you and to learn what you don't like and to learn what you do. And if you don't like something, it's really okay, right? If you do like something and you want more of that, it's really okay. But I think that being becoming self-aware and just, just living in your truth is perfectly fine. And it increases the likelihood of you making an authentic connection instead of sometimes we project qualities onto people because this is this is who we want in our mind. So women, we're dating somebody for two years and you dating the man in your head and you're not dating who he really is, right? Uh, and, and, or, or vice versa. So being really clear on what you want and what you don't want, and if it's not that, it's okay. But being self-aware is what I was saying. It's just like so important. I realize that I respond to men who are decisive and who have plans and have stuff just like 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 figured out. So um, there's this guy who asked me out and he keeps checking in with me like, well, what about this? Or what about that? Or what about this? Or what about that? And I was just like, if this if this man checks in with me one more time, right? It's, it's, I, listen, just pick the place and just make the plan. And I can understand asking about dietary things, right? That's fine. But, but I'm just like, do you need me to co-plan this with you? Because the leader in me is almost just like, okay, I need to take it over. But I'm not going to do that. But what I'm saying is I realize that I respond to men who are decisive and who men to men who make decisions, men who take initiative, men who have a plan, men who follow through. That's the energy that is that I'm drawn to. And I'm drawn to men who are smart. Like I love a smart and intelligent man who can just teach me things that I just don't know. And so that's that's the thing that's working for me. So I was talking to my spiritual mentor and she was just like, well, don't count out the man who is not yet established. And I was just like, mm, it's, it's not so much about like income or about level. A lot of it is about the mind. A man could just be building something, but if he has what I consider to be a winning mind and I buy into that vision and I believe in it, listen, it, it don't have to be nothing right now, but I can see what it's going to be. But if I'm listening to a man and whatever he's talking about or whatever his vision is, it doesn't inspire me or it doesn't it doesn't draw me in. It's it's, it's going to be a no for me. So yeah, I, I realize that uh, I'm I'm drawn to that kind of energy. So I used to date somebody um way back in the day, like my daughter was younger. Uh, his name was Ricky, Ricky, pretty Ricky. That's what they call him. I remember that from Martin. Well, anyway, I was selling real estate at the time, and he he was he was a broker. Um, where I was selling real estate. But I might come into the office around lunchtime and I don't even put my coat in the office yet. And he'll be like, hey, keep your coat. And I was like, for what? He was like, because we're going to get something to eat. He didn't say like, what you got to do? Do you have any appointments or anything? He, and it wasn't in a way that was like controlling or oppressive, but he always had a plan. He was always like, hey, here's where we're going. We're going here. They got the the best blah, blah, blah. And guess what I was always able to do? I was able to kick back and just be a girl. He was confident, 
with a little side of cocky that really, really worked in business, but he was very tender and gentle towards me, right? But very decisive. So what that did is it commanded a level of respect from me for him with just how he showed up in life. And so what I'm finding a lot of times is that I don't see that, not that I'm looking for him, right? But that that confidence in many instances, I don't come across that often. But when I do, it's just it's just like a head turner. Now, just like women have been hurt, men have been hurt. Men, it's a lot of men out here, y'all, that want to be loved, but their hearts are bruised. And so they they need some nurturing to kind of get them back up there. And so their confidence might just be shaken a little bit. And so I can discern the difference in that and in somebody that's just like not confident at all, right? Like a man was like, if you feel like I'm good enough, I don't feel like you're good enough because you don't believe that you're good enough, right? And I'm not about to convince you that if you don't believe you're good enough for me, I'm going to take you at your word. So it's just just like, Things like that that I'm learning and I'm just understanding about myself and just about, you know, men and just relationships in general. So just like a woman can lead with sex, you know, a woman a, a woman will lead with sex and sexual energy and then wondering why men just want to sleep with her and that's what she keeps getting back. Men can lead with sex as well. And it's, it's kind of trashy to me. A man that's leading with sex or leading with his penis or leading with the size of his penis or leading with something like that, it's just trashy for me. And just in my mind, it's just like he's he's for the streets because I'm just like, what what else do you have? Like, what what else do you possibly have to offer? Is this all that you have to offer? Just like the woman who might be leading with sex. Mama, you got so much more to offer than just your sex and your sexuality. Like, there's, there, there's a hope. And, and to the man, I hope that you have so much more to offer than the fact that you may be a great lover. If that's it, we, we got some work to do, right? So the one thing that I don't do, though, is I don't cuss people out or I don't I don't try to shame people. You know, I, I'm going to block them and get away from them. But I'm telling y'all, it's just, it's just been a weird, not a weird, a very enlightening thing to just observe just like what is happening um, in, in this whole relationship and dating world. Then I got a guy who I asked him, I was like, can you be a ghostwriter for my book? I was like, because you asked me so many questions that I'm like, damn, I'm sure you could probably put this in a book with all the information that you got. Um, but he's got a nine-year-old daughter, so I guess he's trying to do his best to scream for crazy. But I have never had anybody ask me like such in-depth questions about myself, right? Which, I mean, it's whatever. I don't have anything to hide. Uh, but yeah, I was like, can you just be a ghostwriter for me? It's just, it's just a really, really interesting time. Uh, I'm going on a date tonight. You know, I'm going on a date tomorrow. And then I'll probably have to take a break for next weekend because y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a homebody. So I also like to have time to myself. And this is what, this is the other thing that I find about men. Men will try to occupy my time at night, like try and call me at night. No, I'm, uh, this this is me time. You You haven't graduated to that time yet or try to be like, okay, what you about to do on the weekend? You're not about to occupy my every weekend and I'm not in a relationship with you. So I'm very clear about boundaries, you know? And so somebody, you know, they because men can be competitive, right? And so they try to occupy my time. No, that, that, that spot is open until it's not. And I'm filling it with myself. So I'm not about to be on the phone with you all night, even if I'm sitting up doing absolutely nothing. So that that whole scarcity energy, when I feel that, I'll be like, uh-uh, no, it's, it's not that. You you haven't you 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 haven't done anything enough to just like really be occupying a spot and we're just having a conversation. So yeah, I, I don't I don't need like that much attention. I don't need that that external validation. Um, and so you're just gonna take up my time all night. Nope, nope, nope. So 
Yeah, I feel. I, I just feel like learning about yourself is the key to all of this. And I'm just learning so much about myself. Learning about yourself is the key to any relationship. But I think the biggest thing is that you have to be really, really truthful about what you desire and, and what hasn't worked. And you have to also be willing to make some corrections in things. So like um, certain things I can see, I can say, oh, you know what? This man feels really familiar to me. Why does he feel familiar? Because if I were to date him, it would probably replicate a familiar pattern that I don't want to see in my life anymore. So this is a no for me. And so I also mentioned on another podcast about chemistry, right? That chemistry can be strong. I'm telling you, it could be strong like, 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 like Hennessy or something, right? I'm telling you that chemistry, it can be so strong. But if you can ride out chemistry and have conversations, like don't act on chemistry, don't act on desire just because you have it and just talk to people, you will learn every single thing that you need to know. But a lot of times, I said this in the other podcast, we act on chemistry and we make decisions on chemistry. And then when that chemistry fizzles out and the newness wears off, there's no real compatibility and there's no deeper connection. So it's okay to have desire. It's okay to have like mental, physical, sexual desire for somebody. But that doesn't mean that you have to act on it. I'm not telling you what to do. I don't really care what it is that you do. All I'm saying is that it's okay to have that desire. And that's a good thing if you feel that desire. But for me, I'm like, all right, what what else you got? Like, what else is there? If, if it's just physical chemistry and or sexual desire, I'm going to pass on it because it's, 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 it's going to be empty for me. And I'm just saying like at this stage, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just not interested in doing that. So I feel curious to know, like, here's the thing. Some of y'all need relationship tips or advice and y'all in a whole damn relationship, right? Y'all, y'all in something. And it's just like, Y'all could use some of this same information for the relationships that y'all are already in. So it's not necessarily just to single people. But I do believe that um, we can have incredible, incredible relationships. And if any of this has been helpful, I just want you to consider it. And I will keep y'all updated on my dating life and the juicy twists and turns that, ha- that happen. Because guess what? Hell, I tell y'all everything else. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, and um, thank y'all for being on this crazy journey with me and and always supporting. I love each and every one of y'all. 